Hey everybody, it's Dakota Franson here. Um, normally with these shows, I like to start out as something kind of fun. Something to engage the conversation we're going to have for tonight. Maybe throw in a few jokes. But however, this time around I want to do something a little different. Last week I was not able to do an episode due to some, uh, well let's just put this, I'm just going to be, put it bluntly, there's some personal matters that I had to attend to. If any of you follow my social media feeds, you probably have a rough idea of what's going on already. Um, those of you who may not know, I do have some pretty strong connections within local law enforcement agencies here in Idaho. And one of the agencies here actually uh, just lost a sergeant. Rather unexpectedly no it wasn't a situation where he died in the line of duty but based on the reactions of seeing everyone he was a good man and a lot of people are going to miss him There was a post I mentioned that had a GoFundMe account set up in order to help the family pay for funeral expenses. If any of you are willing to contribute, that would be greatly appreciated. If not, all I'm asking is you send some good thoughts towards the family. Also, uh... I also do want to give a shout out to our men and women in the military. This weekend, a friend of mine is actually being shipped off to Iraq. And the base is having a big send-off party the day before they leave, so. I just wanted to give those guys a quick shout-out. The best of luck. Stay safe. Dark flies. And uh, be careful out there. Do I honestly fear that I might be losing a friend of mine? Yeah, there's that slight chance, but I think it'll be all. I think it'll be all right. So, just wanted to give a quick shout out to friends and family in military and law enforcement. I know many of you have been following me for quite some time now. A lot of you actually like to listen to programs like Coast to Coast and 
things like that when uh, you're on the night shift. So, and a few of you have even shared some of your stories with me that you've seen while out in the field. This show, any programs I am affiliated with, will always and forever support law enforcement and military agencies despite what the political climate is trying to do. We will always assist in any way we can. In order to help you guys make sure you get home safe and keep everyone around us safe. That's my stance on it. And if any of you listening have a problem with it, well, you're not welcome here. It may be your right to free speech, but it's also my right to kick your ass. I mean, disagree. So anyway, sentimental shit aside, what are we going to do for tonight? Well, tonight, I wanted to give you guys a chance to ask me anything you wanted. Whether it be supernatural related, whether or not it would be something personal. I wasn't allowing you all to have a no-holds-barred conversation tonight. And some of you came up asked me some pretty interesting questions. So, stay tuned. We're going to dig right into it. My name is Dakota Franson, and welcome to Specialist of the Strange Radio Show.
And welcome back. Tonight's episode is Ask a Hunter. Your chance to dig into the mind of someone who... Well, let's be honest. Who experiences Halloween every goddamn day. But we're not going to just limit it to questions about the supernatural. If you had any personal questions you wanted to ask me... This is going to be your chance... To have it broadcast, to hear my side of events, and this is also a chance for you and I to get to know each other a little bit better, a little, 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 little bit better, because if you and I are going to be following this adventure in the long run, we might as well learn each other's quirks, if you know what I mean. So, oh shit. I think my chair just broke. <laughs> okay, that scared me. Alright, um, let me see here. First question. First question is, hey Dakota. I saw on your Instagram that you managed to make it to National Geographic to help out with the Loch Ness Monster. Congrats. I was just wondering how you managed to achieve that. Did you have to do go through some sort of audition process, or did they just come to you? Also, do you have any more television opportunities coming in the near future? Alright, so... A little bit of backstory. Um, some of you may be aware that last year... In March, I uh, took a trip with some friends of mine through Ireland and Scotland. It was one of those, it was arranged through a tour company. Now, what was I doing there? I uh, was just looking to have some fun. For a few years after I graduated high school, I helped out my old psychology teacher with uh, some group travel plans that he had. Basically, he uh, organized a trip once a year for high school students who got nominated by teachers within the school, but anybody could really join up. Basically, because of my size and how much I was willing to help keep an eye on everybody, he said he had no problem with me tagging along on future trips so long as I was willing to help out, keep an eye on the kids. And I'm talking middle school, high school age kids, so. It wasn't like I was around a bunch of screaming elementary school kids. Uh, anyway. But I rather enjoyed it. I was pretty much the uh, goofy big brother of the group, as some of you can probably won't be surprised at. Anyway, uh, fast forward. The last trip we all took together was through Ireland and Scotland. Now, initially, I wasn't going to tack along on this trip. But I found out that one of our last stops in our itinerary was actually visiting Loch Ness, which was always a childhood dream of mine, to check out Loch Ness to see if Nessie's real. 
Now, I had my sighting, which went viral because I saw more than one. To which, if you really think about it, if we observe Nessie as a biological creature, in order for sightings to have taken place for as long as they have, if there was, in fact, some sort of creature within the water, there had to be more than one. It had to reproduce. So, fast forward to a little more than a year later. A gentleman that runs the uh, official Loch Ness Register reaches out to me and says, Hey, Dakota, there's a film crew who's wanting to talk to you about your Loch Ness sighting. I already passed along your information. They uh, said they were putting together a program for National Geographic. I was like, oh, sweet. Thanks for the heads up. Now, when I got this news, this was back in June? Roughly around the time I had uh, took a family road trip. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, sorry, I'm kind of phasing out here. Um, so, because... The media was all over the place with uh, the news about the DNA testing that was done on Loch Ness actually showing that something, one of the big theories about Nessie, about what she actually is, may actually be true according to the results, but they weren't going to reveal it yet because they were trying to put, put together some sort of documentary on it. I had to ask, I was like, hey, so, hey, um, thanks for the heads up, I'll uh, be more than happy to contribute where I can, just out of curiosity, do you know if this has anything to do with the uh, recent DNA results? The gentleman gets back to me, it's like, hey, Dakota, um, as far as I know, it's not, but you also have to realize that there are film crews at Loch Ness all the time. So there's usually a couple film crews a week trying to catch something in that water. So you never know. I was like, all right, cool. I'll be on the lookout. Thanks again for the heads up. Basically, what had happened is that this lady from that, from the producers got a hold of me and said, Hey Dakota, we wanted to talk to you about your Loch Ness sighting. They sent me an article which referenced my sighting and said, Hey, by any chance, the, does this video belong to you? Are you the one that shot this video? I said, No, that wasn't me, but I don't know if you're interested. I do have some videos that... Might be of some interest. I can put them together in a folder in Google Docs for you. So that way it's easier to transfer. They said, alright, cool. They sent me the release paperwork saying that they can use my stuff if they wanted. Then, uh, bing, bang, boom. 
as for if there's any more opportunities coming where I might pop up in film, um, yes and no. For those of you who don't know, I'm actually an investor with Legion M. It's a Hollywood studio. Some of our projects included uh, Bad Samaritan with David Tennant. There was uh, Mandy with Nicolas Cage. Uh, the movie Colossal with Anne Hathaway and, and Jason Sudeikis. Uh, there was a well, Shape of Water. That was also one of mine. That came together because of this Legion and deal. Now, independently, I've also contributed to quite a few uh, independent projects. If you act, look through my YouTube channel, if you're not listening to this podcast through that already, you can find a playlist that shows like trailers from all of the movies I've helped put together. As far as television shows, there have been talks for years now to try to get me to pop up in more spots. So far, most of the stuff I've been able to accomplish has been behind-the-scenes work to where you might see me somewhere in the credits. But as far as anything that you'll actually see my face in, Still working on that, but there have been talks for quite some time now, uh, and it's been through Travel Channel, Annie, I get the messages about these shows all the time, I do try to contribute, but it doesn't always work out. So, I hope that answers your question, because we gotta move on. This next question comes from a high school student, who has been having some debates with, amongst her classmates from the sounds of things. She writes, Hey Dakota, I've been following you since I've heard your stories on Strange But True Stories. I think you're really cool. I've seen some of your videos and I was wanting to ask you about orbs. A lot of people say they aren't actually ghosts or anything paranormal, but I've heard you say on a couple occasions that you've seen things that could be an exception to this. Could you please, could you elaborate? I was like, I'm actually kind of glad that somebody asked this question because there seems to be still a lot, a lot, a lot of people who haven't gotten the memo on this. Um, however, how should I put this? It is kind of hard to describe with just my voice. I feel like this is something where visual aids will be more important, would be more helpful. So I'm going to tell you what. Uh, I already have a follow-up video posted and uh, ready to launch on my YouTube channel. That's going to drop this Sunday. It's going to be a follow-up. It's going to go into detail. Now, if you have a hard time kind of seeing what I do with it, I'm kind of playing around with some settings in order to help bring the best quality. 
with the very low ass budget I'm working with. So if you want to catch that, please do. If you have any qu further questions, be more than I'll be more than happy to answer them. Just send me an email, comment, whatever, what have you. And I'll try to get to you as soon as I can, but I just ask that you please be respectful because I am a one-man operation and I do have other things going on in my life that might need to take precedence. So, I do hope that does kind of... Okay, I know that doesn't really answer your question. Just to kind of... How should I put this? Kind of a Cliff Notes version of this. Um, orbs in 99.99999% of cases, orbs are not paranormal. They can be dust, they can be water vapor, they might even be static electricity in the air. They might be bugs that the camera catches. A lot of newer digital cameras actually have instructions in their manuals to help you adjust your settings so you don't see them pop up. However, every now and then, you get lucky and you find something that doesn't really fit the rules, so to speak. And that's what I'm going to go into more on the follow-up video that drops this Sunday. There's a whole YouTube premiere that's set up for it. Um, I am going to have to go out of town, but I will try to attend. So if you have any questions in regards to that particular video while it's playing for the first time, I will be attending, so you can ask me right then and there, and I'll get to you as soon as I can, if nothing else comes up. So, I hope that answers your questions a little bit, because we got to move on. Alright, this next question comes from a woman who has apparently... How should I put this? Who has made the comparison that my early story sounds a bit like a supernatural love novel? And don't get me wrong, I agree. But here goes. It's like, hey Dakota, I just wanted to say I've been a fan of yours since I heard about you and Olivia on Strange But True Stories. I was just wondering if you have any potential updates on whether or not you found her mother or when you know she's going to be coming around in your life. I've had several people ask me this. I've already made a video on it due to an it weird, a rather weird incident that took place. Uh, there was a point where while during an How should I put this? How should I label it? Because it's not really an investigation. During a 
examination of a potentially psychic child, I had received word that an update on the Olivia situation might be coming soon. Basically, the child claimed that he was talking that someone who shared the same name as Olivia was talking to him and said that I need to be careful because her mother may be in an accident here soon. Fast forward a bit. I did run into someone who I had known since middle school that claimed she had an encounter. Unfortunately, as it turned out, she lied. Why was the psychic kid able to see Olivia then? Well, it gets a little bit more complicated than that. This girl has had an unhealthy obsession with me since we were kids. And she has apparently read all of my books and was somehow managed to create a tulpa version of Olivia. What was interesting about this is because the Olivia she described even had traits that I kept quiet in order to test women that may try to claim that they're Olivia's mother. Which, for those of you who don't know, involve certain birthmarks. She was able to guess, because apparently she had memorized that I have certain, a couple birthmarks on me that they don't really stick out if you're not paying attention, but they're noticeable. As far as the accidents, that was legit. She was hurt pretty bad, but she's okay now. A couple bumps and bruises. A couple scars that she can just cover up with uh, wearing some pants. And something about how the events that led up to the crash gave the Tulpa Olivia enough of a psychic boost to where she was able to manifest, track me down, and try to trick me into the situation. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is, uh, I don't want to jinx anything. But there is currently someone in my life who I wouldn't mind 
starting a family and spending the rest of my life with. Now, she and I have only known each other for a little over two years now. We had a falling out to where we stopped talking for quite a bit, but we made amends and honestly feel like we have a better understanding of each other because of it. So, if you're expecting to see anything on my social media about her, uh, don't. I don't really like talking about my personal relationships unless I think they're going to be going somewhere. And exposing relationships on social media just tends to add unwanted pressure. Adds to things that you don't really need in your life. And besides... It's uh, my business who I choose to be with. But anyway, uh, enough on that. Let's hit, get to the next question. Yeah, alright, I was expecting this one. Uh, this comes from a young man. says, hey Dakota. I've been following you for a while and I'm interested in learning how to deal with the supernatural do you have any advice I heard that you are working on programs to help teach people about this stuff how are those going uh, do you have any updates that you can share I was like well I'm going to be completely honest with you during my early days when I started to realize that being able to see things that other people can't, dealing with the supernatural wasn't something that everyone could do. And But roughly around the time when I started going public, I actually learned some of the more basic stuff from watching Ghost Hunters. Back when it was still on sci-fi. Uh, I have had brief. Interactions with Jason and Grant. And yes. There kind of have been talks about potential collaborations. But nothing has happened yet. To which I won't say no. Because honestly. I'll be honest, the equipment that's needed, for, that's used in some of this stuff is quite expensive. And being able to have a network television credit card on me to pay for it would be quite handy. But anyway, anyway. So I do highly recommend that if you're interested in investigating the supernatural... One thing you can do, the reason why I didn't do this myself was because I started at a young age and not a lot of people were seem to be very confident about having a kid on the group, but in the group, but what you can do is you can try to see if you, any local ghost hunting groups near you will let you 
tag along for an investigation or two. A lot of groups will actually, will most likely say yes because it gives them an opportunity to teach, to teach others about this stuff. But I would highly recommend if you go that route to really, really, really research who you try to reach out to. Also, yes, I have been putting together a few things to try to teach people myself on a much wider scale. There is sort of an online school I am putting together. Um, unfortunately, due to the fact that this is actually my busiest time of year, I've kind of fallen behind on getting the materials together for that, so I do apologize, but I will announce when the first class is ready. I am also looking, putting together a sort of handbook. That anybody could, that by design, anybody can set up their own paranormal operation and have rough guidelines on how to deal with the various types of situations that you might come across if you decide to take this thing seriously. In it, there will also be a definition that will have various terms. It will have several different entities. There will be... Monsters, there will be terminology you'll find in the paranormal. All sorts of interesting... All sorts of interesting material that... Will help you down the road. Now, of course, this the uh, definition will be set up... You will probably see a lot of definitions and explanations on various things that you could probably find with a Google search or two, but included in this definition, there will be little notes for various different topics, potentially ones that I've taken on myself over the years or have had a chance to analyze further. Kind of clear up any details. Also, try to give appropriate notice that there might be more to certain things than meets the eye, so to speak. So once I have a bit more put together on that, I will be sure to let you all know when that gets ready to release. One thing you can do if you want to learn about a bit more about my background is uh, you can go online, you can look up a book titled Dear Coda, The Letters You Wish You Had. And I'm bringing this book up because there is a question that was submitted. Do I have, have I ever published any autobiographies? autobiographical works and this is the closest one I can offer up basically it's written in a format 
of how a father might talk to his child about life. Reflecting on how certain things affected him. Things like that. There will be several little cliff notes. Several sections within the book to where... It gives indications that there's more to the story that's being described. That book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and a few other digital book retailers. You can get a physical copy, you can get paperback, hardcover. Ebook is also available. So be sure to check that out when you get the chance. Next question after this commercial break. And we're back. Next question. Shit, I just had it. Wait. Okay. Here it is. Dakota, I recently lost someone in my family and I would like to try to reach out to them to see if they're okay and to try to talk to them again. I really miss them. Is there any way you can help? Yeah, there is. If you actually look through my YouTube channel, you'll find a tutorial on this type of thing. This is a method I've put together myself. It utilizes methods that I should say, utilizes bits and pieces from EVP sessions, ITC communications, and things that witches and psychics, genuine ones, would use in channeling spirits. If you go through on my YouTube channel, you can easily find it. It will walk you through step-by-step -step on how to use it. The best part is, you don't have to, even though it might help a little bit, you don't have to get anything special in order to pull it off. You can use any ordinary things that you just have lying around the house. Plus, this particular method has been battle tested several times. Best part about it is, no matter the tools that were used, the people that were involved, even in some cases certain entities. No matter which variables we changed, overall the success rate for this procedure is roughly 93%. Nearly everyone who has tried this, who I've personally walked through, or followed the instructions that are included in the video has had success. And it wasn't just a certain type of death situation either. Like say, you can only use this if the person died of natural causes or if they died a gruesome death, no. If their spirit was still earthbound, sent to heaven or hell, this helped bring them out, helped establish a solid connection, 
and even put the conditions just right to where people who aren't sensitive to this type of thing were able to hear and interact with the spirit just like a medium would be able to. Now, if this method, you might be asking, well, if this method is so foolproof, why is it only at 93%? Well, these things aren't necessarily guaranteed. And the small percentage where it seemed like it didn't work, there seemed to be other factors involved. To where... The things being experienced weren't necessarily paranormal at all. They might have seemed like it. It might have influenced a couple ghosts here or there. But what was going on wasn't something supernatural at all. So, in a way that ends up leading me to my next question. To which this person asked, Dakota... Out of all the shows you've seen, out of all the things you've read, what has been the most accurate in portraying the supernatural? Now, this person didn't give a lot of details, so I'm going to move forward with the assumption that they necessarily meant spirits, ghosts. Angels, demons. But. I'm going to include extraterrestrials, cryptozoology, and things like that into the mix. So far. All the materials I've read, which includes several religious texts, journals, grimoires, things like that. So far, a good majority of all the materials out there collectively, even quite a few fictional works, only have bits and pieces figured out. Enough to where, in some cases, you could tell there was a lot of research, others... Quite a few lucky guesses. As for what the whole truth is about what's really going on in the world that we deem paranormal or supernatural, what have you, that is something that cannot be defined under current understandings of what's out there. And I think that is actually something a lot of people don't understand. We are dealing with several things that simply may have yet to be discovered. It doesn't necessarily mean they're not out there. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's some truth to them. As a rule of thumb, I encourage people to operate with the 1% rule. To where all stories they hear, no matter their source will always have 1% of truth to them. The trick is going to be what details are true, 
and how much of the other 99% is actually the truth. Because that is also the case, I also teach people the telephone rule. You know that kid's game where you get a bunch of people together, you whisper a sentence into one person's ear and they pass it down, they pass it down, they pass it down to see how much that sentence changes between each person? Quite frankly, if you actually look at how several things with, uh, throughout human culture around the world have progressed, you see this happen all the time. Some areas have been better about keeping the original materials intact, some not so much. So the telephone rule basically applies to sorting out the other 99% of the 1% rule. So if you go to try to look into the supernatural, try to keep those two things in mind. And if you really think about it, those kind of rules of thumb could probably be applied to more areas of life. All right. This next person asks, Dakota, you've been to a lot of places around the world. Is there any place in particular you would love to visit above all else? Honestly, I hate when people ask me this question. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because if money was no object, there were no restrictions on me whatsoever. I would hop on the first opportunity that comes across that would allow me to just travel all around the world nonstop. If I could get away with it, I would gather up the people I trust the most, all the supplies I need, and just fucking go. I don't want my life sound like I've only ever been in one place. I want to be able to say I've gone out and explored. If I could make a life out of hunting and researching the supernatural and maybe, just maybe, getting enough material to where I can claim the discoveries of said subjects as my own and completely discover something new to make do what I can to make my mark on the world so to speak by literally going all around it just observing the cultures observing the mythologies just exploring just experience what all is out there I would do it in a heartbeat I mean, hell, I've actually tried to sign up for legitimate operations to go to Mars. Because I just want to go. And to be truthful with all of you, some of the times I've felt happiest in my life were when I was on the road. Getting to meet new people, see new places, try new things. 
the happiest moments in my life were when I got to do those things. So there's any one particular place I would want to go to? Well, that's hard to say because I want to see it all. I want to live my life. I want to live a life to where my future wife, my future kids, future grandkids can be inspired by my stories, can be proud to have me in their life. I want to change the world. And I don't want to just stop at just changing it for one person. Even though that's all it takes to make it worth it. The validation that I did do something right for someone. I want to lead this world better than the, how I found it. Better than how I came into it. Now my aforementioned connections with law enforcement kind of makes it hard to see that any progress has actually been made, to be honest with you. But I know for a fact that I've been able to make a difference in people's lives. You know what? I'm good with that. But as long as I'm still able to wake up every morning, I want to live my life making sure the people I love never have to doubt how much they mean to me. I want to be able to take every day to try to learn a little bit something new. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but learn a little something new every day. I want to be able to have adventures where I can tell stories. I want to be able to entertain as well as help as many people as I can while I'm here. Every single day that I am able to wake up in the morning, I see as an opportunity to try to do that. And who knows, maybe if more people saw the world in this perspective... Things might be a little different. You never truly know. Alright. So I think we have enough time for just one more question. In the spirit of leaving this world a better place than how I found it. I want to end this show with a question that a young lady presented me about how she can better her own spiritual path. She asked me, Dakota, is there any sort of exercises that I can do to better my spiritual awareness? I want to be able to have the same influence and effect on people that you do. So do you have any recommendations on how I can better myself? 
Now, when this lady, young lady presented this question to me, I wanted to try to understand what that meant to her. Because dealing with these spiritual practices, wanting to simply reach out and help others, that's already a sign of a spiritual awakening, so to speak. And the best, there's only two things I can ever recommend someone that are can be universally applied. Now there's different exercises to achieve different sorts of effects, but there are two main exercises that I can recommend to anybody and it will always apply. Simple meditation for inner reflection and taking some time to reach out to others. Maybe do a little volunteer work. However, these two opportunities manifest themselves for you. Take them. And you will see in time. It may even happen quicker than you realize that your connections with people The memories of what you do for them can essentially help you live on. Because no one ever truly dies so long as they are remembered. And if anybody knows who originally said that phrase, please let me know. It's probably somebody who did. But I still want to give the appropriate credit where credit is due. Anyway. You might see people like the Kardashians or Bieber. People like that to where they might be big and successful. But in time, people like that are forgotten. It's the people who reach out who care for others and show genuine acts of kindness without any expectations who truly live on. These are the people that truly live and they are some of the most beautiful and amazing individuals out there. And they can come from the most unexpected of places. So remember that we're going to end the episode here, my friends. Tune in next week if I am not completely out of it due to the fact that I'm probably going to have to go to the dentist here soon to get my teeth yanked out. We're going to shift gears and do an analysis on a chubacabra. We're going to see if this motherfucking goat sucker is real. So... Be sure to tune in next time, and remember what I said, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you then.